Welcome to this episode of Onside Punt. We're doing a camping version this week as Cad's on, <laughs> Cad's on remote, he's in Canberra and I'm always in Melbourne, but you know, Cad, how are you mate? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, reporting live from uh, from the bush capital. Yeah, uh, you're going on a campaign to get the NFL to Australia, is that what you're yeah, up to? Yeah, in, going in, up to the hill and uh, yeah. I've got some meetings with Albo and the rest of the crew just, just trying to get them uh, recognise this glorious sport in Australia. <laughs> Yeah, well, well. Before you go, maybe we go through the game so you can tell them what's happening this week, and uh, got a couple of really good matchups, and some probably don't mention those as much, but we'll get into those in <laughs> I think a little we've, bit. But I think we've got some ones that really convince them. I think we've got some two of the best matchups to put off oh. to the pollies and say, "Let's give Australia Monday off." There's there's ones we've got here that you like. These are prime time blockbusters and the yep. others are like i could see a clear favorite so it's like you kind of the separation this week is like the ones we've highlighted they are the ones you want to be watching it's going to be great but uh there was a game uh last week should we... my my lord there was a game let's dig into that right now yeah because it is it's got juicy for the bills their pressure is building after they go down what well, was the score cat they go down to the broncos in a in a field goal to win it. I believe it was 24 to 22. Let me just double check on that one. I had missed this game because I was on the road traveling down to Canberra. And I pull into the restaurant, stop by the pub on the night. And then I look up, I say, yeah, Broncos, Bills. This is what we all thought it was going to be. And then I watched that field goal, homie. And my God, 24, oh, 22 to the Broncos. I'd sort of, I'd watched the first half and it was tracking as I thought. Messy though. Let's start. Bill's messy all the way. Intercepts off the bat. I thought, oh, we're in trouble here. This is classic Bill's here. They're going to let this run to the wire. But they look to have it under control and the game looked to be sealed. But that was not the case, Cat. No, what I saw from the Bill's here was turnovers. Huge turnovers from Josh Allen. And I think his focus on receivers really flipped, flipped it over and builds it all up to... I, the Broncos weren't getting to the, the end zone, but they were field goal kicking, they were field goal kicking, and then we get to the last play. Broncos line up for a field goal to claim the victory, homie, and it misses. This is after, but this is a this is a quick kick yeah. version, right, too. So they didn't take the knee, they didn't spike it or anything. They didn't take a timeout. They just run up and set up and we're going to kick the field goal. Yeah, punch it through. Yep. And, and they missed. miss. <laughs> so they, that should have been 22 to 21 to the Bills, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> there were <laughs> there was today. a twa- there was a there was a flag because there was too many on the field from so, the Bills, and and who was this twelfth man? There's oh, meant to be eleven on the field, everyone, but there was a twelfth man. Who was it, homie? It was Demar Hamlin. Mm. So that comeback player of the year just got wiped away from his grasp. So I think so. Like it's I don't know if the NFL will push it that much because they love that storyline, but. It's an unfortunate thing to see because then the Broncos get to line up to kick it again, put it right through the uprights and uh, game over. Josh Allen's face at the end of yeah. that game, homie. Just said it all. Oh, it was brutal. And um, and and the media after it has not been good. Even some of the players, I can't remember who it was from the Cowboys, tweeted out, get number 14 off that team, which is obviously Stefan Diggs. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of pure, uh, a lot of pressure building on the um, Bills and a little bit, I don't know if, if it means released or not, but they've fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. Okay. Yeah, which is, you know, I don't know if it's just the political move 
the head coach ain't going anywhere and it's just like we'll fire the understudy and maybe yeah. that'll fix everything or at least get the headlines off Josh Allen off uh, the, the coach and, uh Joe Brady's taking over old coach from I believe LSU who read uh, ran a massive offense for them in college so he's come out from the quarterback coaching squad and will take on the offense and I think Diggs is be giving him some time right now to say Oh, this be, quarterback, get me the ball. Uh, there'll be a uh, there'll be a quick meeting between Diggs, uh, Allen, and the when the new uh, Joe Brady there. I think they'll be they'll be getting that connection real fast. Yeah, uh, it's a little huddle happening. <laughs> that should I be interesting. It, yeah, but the, there's a we'll get into the game soon. But the pressure on the Bills right now, it's I don't know if there's any team with more pressure than them right now. The Bills are five and five. I'm just having a look at where they stand at the moment. Oh, this, have you seen? Have this, you seen their run home though? No, let's have a look at that. Oh, it is a cracker. Eagles is, next. Oh, so Jets next week. Eagles the week yep. after that. Chiefs the week after that. Cowboys, Chargers, Pats, and Dolphins again. That is a rough, it's brutal, rough they, matchup. So they, they're going to turn at least four of those into wins, and I can't see it at the moment. So. No, they, uh, they sit under the Dolphins at the moment in the AFC East, but there are plenty of teams around the AFC chomping for the win. And currently, all of the AFC North still outscore them and plenty of other teams around, even the Texans, level their score right now. So, rough road ahead. It's going to be good TV, let's say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, let's go into what is coming up for us with the headline games. All right, Cad. Big games this week. Big headliner games this week. What kicks us off? We've got a beautiful game on Friday, right? Fantastic, man. I'm I'm so excited for this game. We've got the Bengals traveling to the Ravens' home ground in Maryland for a very interesting AFC North matchup that I think could see the Bengals fall further down their division ladder or, or prove that they're coming back and going to make a statement in the playoffs. Both teams devastated leaving their games last week, major upsets. Bengals are kind of tracking down, homie, I'd say, and the Ravens are on the up and up. That's kind of what we've been seeing in this narrative. But when you look at both of these teams going in, what's your gut say straight away? Who do, who do you back straight away? Oh, no, it's been it's been a roller coaster. I've gone back and forth on these two probably over the last three days. I started with Cincy thinking the upset was on the cards. Mm-hmm. I come back to Baltimore thinking, you know, it's only 15-minute lapses. You know, they'll do it. They can put it together. You look at, I go look at the two losses from last week. They were just moments in the game that took it away from them. They both had chances. A dropped pass for Cincinnati. Turnovers for both teams. It is, it is tintillating. It yeah. is scintillating. <laughs> yes. Whatever word that is, it is tasty. I'll, take, I'll, I'll go easy. I'm, I'm just like, get me here. Get me to Friday. I'm ready. I, I can't I can't see a true outcome, but I cannot wait for this game. That, that's exactly where I'm at, where I'm trying to justify both of them, either yep. winning or losing, and it's both so tight and possible. I believe Ravens are favorites in this game, but the Bengals have the capacity and power to get back in this easily. It's so easy to visualize this happening, and the Ravens faulting. But then I can see the absolute opposite and the Ravens powering through, finishing that fourth quarter, like you said, and actually just carry the win home. And I, I don't know. I think I'm leaning Ravens which right now. 
which I think it's just the power of their offense in play. Their, their ceiling seems so much higher than the Bengals right now. Um, Bengals have slipped kind of few too many times this season. Not saying it won't be close, um, but the Ravens are slightly tipping those scales for me. They need to finish those games strong, not let those opponents kind of come up in behind them. Uh, also, just looking at this pass game for the Ravens, you know, you've got two standout running backs that keep proving themselves week after week. Throw the ball, Lamar. Throw us some deep balls. I want to see this kind of get well, going. Well, he did give us three versions last week. He hit up different... In, in his throwing game, he did yeah. hit up three three different types. So your tight end, your wide receiver. OBJ and... And, and, and I think Mitchell's might have been a run as well, one of his... Um, the running back, Mitchell. Um, so he has shown us a little bit of variety, but I, I'm sort of... I'm sort of seeing it as a bit of a match play here. It's like, like who, who, who's, who's going to hurt more if this, if this loss comes about? And I feel like the pressure is on Cincinnati, even though we, you know, ice cool, ice cool. Yeah. The season, the season they've had told me that they could just, they could lose this game. Like it's, <laughs> and they, and then they've got a long way to come back. But it's like we've all been waiting and waiting and waiting. I, I can't believe they've dropped last week's game now when you look at it because it was mm. so vital for them. And, and it's week 11, right? We, we don't, we're mm. running out of time here. They're in a similar lineup to the Bills right now where, you know, we had high expectations of this these AFC Titans that have been for the past yeah. three years. Ravens have come into the playoffs most years, but it, they've chopped off uh, generally lots of injuries from Lamar. But yeah, this either buries the Bengals further down and we don't see yeah. them recovering or I don't know. Yeah, I, Maybe I think we get I, some hope. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like this matchup for Cincy. I think that I've, I'm going with the Ravens right now. Um, and then I see uh, Cincinnati and the Bills having a real race to the finish. Like it's going to be mm-hmm. that I, but let's see if they can, let's see if they can do something for us. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's be a cracking break. game, guys. If you get out on your lunch break on Friday, go try check out even a quarter of it. I reckon it's going to be a great one. Moving on to the headline. Yeah, the, how is that not the headline game from all the matchups we've had? It's something bigger for you, homie. Oh, I've got the best here. The Chiefs and the Eagles. So is this a rematch? A preview? Or what is it? <laughs> it's both. Know. It's both. Yeah, it's both. We've got the NFC number one versus the AFC number one. We're going to have Mama Mama Kelsey in the stand, most likely. Tay-Tay in the stand. But let's not worry about them too much. Let's look on the field. Mahomes, Kelsey, Hurts, and AJ Brown. Could you ask for a better matchup here? No, not at all. In fact, we've had this on penciled since we saw the schedule release. And I'm just glad that we... This is actually two teams that we thought were going to be good and are good. <laughs> and we're actually top of the ladder once again. Yeah, this, this is again... It's like another game where it's like you can, you can find... You can find either way, like you oh, can, any you know, reason here. Yeah, yep. you've got you got the number two defense um, for points allowed with the with the Chiefs, and then you got the Philly third points per game. But it's like there's so many factors to this game, so much beauty. There's so much history because of the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. It's hard. You got to bring in that you, fateful holding call. Yeah, you got to you got to bring in that human emotion as well, don't you? So it's like. This is a game I'm, I'm actually not even too worried about who I think is going to win or lose. I just want to see the game. And I'm kind like, of there. It's same with the Bengals-Ravens game where I'm like, these are both two amazing teams. I just want the best game that is possible. The last mm. thing we want to see here is a blowout from one team or the other because it really changes the narrative of the Super Bowl and the playoffs and 
how we're going to go into it. I want another that, tight matchup. That that's where the surprise will be. If someone, if one of these teams blows the other away, mm. that's where the surprise will be. We expect it's going to be it's going to be one point three points. It's going to be tight. Like it's going to be a field goal to win it or a, or a moment to win it. Who has that moment is where probably you have to start to think. Mm-hmm. The the defense of the Chiefs right now, they can produce that moment. They seem to be on top of their game. And then I look at Hurts and I think, you've been a little bit banged up this year. You're not giving us what you normally do. Will that moment be yours this time? And it's just like, yeah. they're so. I, lo- I love the narrative coming in. I love that they've met each other, number one and number one again. I don't know if it's a rematch or a preview. But either way, I just want a good game here. I, yeah. I'm excited for it. I, I think this comes down to the Chiefs with Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. If they're on, it's you know it's a worrying story because that's what we've seen all season. If they're on and clicking, it's going to be an epic game for the Chiefs. The Eagles, however, have this offense, as we've said, that continue to find ways to win, especially in these hard matchups. I'm putting my leaning right now on Andy Reid. Because uh, the Chiefs are coming off the bye week, and he has an outstanding record after the bye. Um, they finish season strong, the Chiefs. I think I'm rooting for the Eagles, but I'm I'm leaning Chiefs for the actual win. So we'll I, I like that. I like that rooting for the Eagles, and yeah, because it's like I I want I want the Eagles to take it in case mm. they do meet again in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's that's the storyline I want, uh, and they're both coming off pretty good wins. Like I know we've had a bye. For the Chiefs, but their last hit-ups have been great for both teams. This could come down, uh, like, oh, to mention, though, you did say Travis Kelsey, um, Philly's one weak point is giving up yards to tight ends. So, you know, oh, that no. Puts, <laughs> that's okay. Don't, don't, don't buy into don't that. Focus it. It. Don't focus no, on it. No, don't focus on it because it's like, <laughs> you know, that's they, they're a little bit of a one-trick pony at the moment too, the um, Chiefs. So, yeah. like, that's their main connection. Mahomes has been down in his, and his intercepts are way up, way up from previous seasons. So, you know, you can't, don't pick one stat out of this because there's too many to factor in. But uh, I'm with you there. My um, my head goes to Chiefs, but my heart might be with uh, Philly this week. Uh, but give me a good game and give it, give it me right to the end. I don't yeah. mind. Give give you another controversial call too. I don't care. Yeah, Let's yeah, that's it. it. I yeah, want enough yeah. that we don't know. We don't think we know what's going to happen if they meet in the Super Bowl this year. All right. Well, you'd think that that was all the headliners because they're just massive, but. We've got a couple oh, more. Oh, is that show isn't done? Oh, no, no. no. You've got one more to cover after my <laughs> oh, Okay, okay. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> We're going on to what you might be surprised to see after, you know, these Titan matchups. I've got a game that wasn't on my headliners until we saw Tuesday's game when the Broncos upset the Bills. Suddenly, homie, the Broncos are interesting. Oh. And I, I haven't been watching them. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm on the spot now because I've gone, oh, wait, are we meant to focus on the Broncos since they've upset the Bills? <laughs> you know, I did, I, I did a little, I did a little bit of, I was, because I think I reviewed them for the last week and I was like, oh no, they're building. They were genuinely <laughs> building. And, I, you know, I'd said after that, because they'd won against the Chiefs, like, don't forget. And mm-hmm. it was like, I was like, oh no, I think I'm going to have to factor the Broncos in. Yeah, Coach Payton's got him going. This cheeky devil. Uh, he started cold, but he's coming through. But the matchup I'm talking about is Broncos versus Vikings. And 
Both teams have seemingly freshened up for the second half of their season. Uh, we've been able to see what Vikings are putting together with Josh Dobbs. But my problem here, homie, is who are the Broncos? Why did they win <laughs> this game? And I'm trying, and and they're favourites in this one. And I'm trying to I'm trying to focus on what I saw from the Broncos on Tuesday because I'm not going to review their whole season. But we've got their big upset win, so I'm going to look at that. Main thing I saw was defense was getting stops and turnovers and they were capitalizing heavily on Josh Allen's errors. Uh, And I did see Russell Wilson pushing himself to the limit to get success. They didn't give up like on this game at all. I think they pushed pretty hard. Um, And if they get that turnover production out of Dobbs, that'll do big things. But what I also saw was they couldn't defend the red zone very well. They couldn't convert well on third down. And even that throw, and I saw this touchdown throw from Russell Wilson, the one that was almost impossible, that first touchdown pass with the Bills game, it had like a five or less percent chance of actually oh, being there. He had so much risk in that. It was that wide receiver, incredible skills. Yeah, it was the wide receiver yeah, pulling it yeah, in. But yeah. it, it was just, and, and the last touchdown score, he was under double pressure and just flung it over the shoulder before he got crunched. And... I just think there's there's huge risk there. If it was Patrick Mahomes, you'd be like, well, we've seen him do it a Met thousand it. <laughs> times. Full credit. But if it's Russell Wilson, you think, I think this was an extremely risky call your coach wouldn't tell you to do, but you've managed to pull it off. Uh, but well done. But I'm not seeing this consistently. I'm, I'm seeing this as something that the Vikings are actually going to bring a bit of a challenge to. I don't think the Broncos are quite polished yet. They are at home. They are the favorites, but I think I want to see more out of uh, Josh and the Vikings this week to win on the road. Um, they said there's a chance of Jefferson returning, but I doubt he will. No, nah, um, I, don't, I don't think so. No, nah, they're, they're he, playing uh, it super carefully. They're going to risk it. They're not going to risk it because nah. they need him if they're going to play well in the playoffs. So. Yeah, exactly. And don't rush this man back like until he's ready to uh, help Josh Dobbs get to the Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> that's where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> that's got a ring to it, doesn't it, Josh? Yeah. Oh. That's comeback player of the year, right there. If that ever yeah, I'm sitting with you here, Kat. I, I, like I've, I, the Broncos have been tracking. I've been, I've been keeping them in the peripheral, but I haven't. I'm not on board yet. I think uh, yes, they've been keeping their opponents to twenty odd, but the battles they have to score is going to be. They've got a strong running game, mm. but you may, I match them up with the the Vikings, and I just think. Uh, the big problem is they always are favourite at home. It, it always frustrates me because of the, <laughs> the influence mile of mile high. Yeah, it just—I don't know. I don't know why it has such an influence, but it always seems that they are favourite at home, no matter what. And I just can't see it yet. I can't see it. I've got the Vikings here, and yeah, I, I, I still—I still think it's tight. I think the Vikings are—you know—due yeah, for be a, a good loss, game. as you say. But um, but yeah, it's going to be a tough struggle on both teams to pull this one out. I don't know if I see this as a high scorer or a complete mess of a game, um, but I'm I'm interested. Uh, you know, a lot of people, if you don't know, like the second half of the season in the NFL, you've got to somewhat forget what you know about all these teams and start again because some teams start from new and maybe the Broncos are doing that. I don't know, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe the narrative changes next week in the recap on me. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Now, oh, the one you mentioned, the last, the last of mine. <laughs> now, the reason I've, I, I, there's a, there's a spanner in the works here, Cad. We got some late news. You heard it? Is this uh, Brown Steelers? Yes, Brown Steelers. 
the other AFC North showdown. What's happened was, to you? Uh, I was much typed. I'd started, I did all my notes. I was ready to go. <laughs> I was lighting it up. I was like, pencil in the Browns. I think we got it here. No, no, no. Deshaun Watson. Season over. He's out. Wow. He's gone. Season actually over, over. He's gone. Yeah, for the season. 23. He's out. Shoulder surgery. Which is weird because we had... We had... The early report was he was going for an ankle MRI. Mm. So it's like, you know, he's had trouble with that ankle all season. So we're like thinking nothing of it. Comes out today, he's he's done. He's already gone for surgery, shoulder, all over. And this is a... It changes my whole thinking of this game. Um, and it makes it a lot harder because I'd sort of had it. Yeah, you know, Deshaun Watson's had his best two last games for the, for the Browns. The Steelers are, you know, still confusing on offense. You know, you give the win to the Browns. But now we've got to review it as if we've got... I guess who's the starter is? Dorian Thompson-Robertson. Is it DTR? Is that what he's yeah, called? That's the one. Yeah, that's we've seen one. him a little bit in the preseason. I think he's played... Once or twice this season. I think but... it's his. I think it's his second ever start. Okay. So, so they're not going with veteran uh, PJ Walker, which you know we've seen in the previous two times that Watson hasn't played. So now I'm confused, <laughs> but I'm more confused what it means for the Browns overall. Yeah, the AFC it, North is uh, yeah going to be thrown upside down now. Yeah, because the Sean Watson, the Browns, he's got a five year contract with the Browns. So that's out to 2026, 20, 27. Mm-hmm. It's $230 million contract guaranteed. Yeah, this was a big, big contract. Before, obviously, we saw the refreshers come through with Lamar and Burrow and Herbert at uh, mm. the start of this season. This was lauded as one of the biggest contracts that had ever been signed and questionable due to, obviously, Sean Watson's personal history, but also his playing history. It's a lot to rely on this guy that hadn't shown anyone much. So the guy is getting north of 200 mil and he's probably played two decent games for them I'm getting back on the angry at Deshaun Watson um, bandwagon here I haven't got Chubb to calm me down so now we're really riling up now so and you're not even a Cleveland fan like, can you no. imagine what it's no. like in Ohio over there they're, they're just they've thrown this all away it is probably a franchise ruining decision and they can't really get rid of him I'm sure on an injury loss they can't get rid of him that's the. This is the problem. It's like well, they can't dump him because it's guaranteed contract. You know mm-hmm. they're gonna they're not gonna lose that much money. But what what are they gonna? He keeps the, he's breaking all the time. Like he, this whole season, he has not been without a like some sort of injury within a game, and it's like oh, heartbroken here for the Browns fans. They seem to get every time they get a little bit of luck. They're a cursed team, aren't they? Isn't yeah, them and the of, Jets, seemingly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one. Of, but maybe it's just poor decisions. But anyway, yeah. yeah. If you've got to say it's a curse, we'll say it's a curse. But uh, where this puts the game in terms of Browns versus Steelers, I still think the Browns—they've really created this strong running game. And I think against a team, Pittsburgh Steelers are twenty-fifth in stopping the run. They might still win it just on the running game. Um, well, we've never talked about the Browns in terms of how great their offense is, have we? No, we sort of we always talk defense, but the and and Deshaun Watson. So now I guess we're going to have to talk about the other elements of their offense. Maybe Miles which, Garrett steps up for quarterback. I don't know. He seems to he can do anything oh, for that team. Not going to lie, 
it probably would be pretty impressive. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's definitely, I think the Steelers come in now with a bit of confidence. Like this is surely a, a nice little nice little thing for them to get in the newspaper. Um, I don't know where it sits you. I, Cad, it probably needs a bit more in-depth look at. But I'm still sitting with the Browns right now. Just yeah, based on the run game, it, it's a tough one. Like you know, both these teams are six and three, and have won in completely different ways to how, how you would think a team mm. should be having this uh, winning record by quite a bit. If we look at Steelers' offense, Kenny Pickett, uh, George Pickens, all of that. They're, they're struggling with receivers still. They haven't ironed out those creases. Their run game, as we said, has improved, but they're going up against a Browns defense. In the run game's going to shut that down. They're going to cover their receivers. I just don't see how the Steelers are going to break free of this, but if they yeah. are able to put some points on the board, the Steelers also have a great D. They've got Watt over there. It could be a very, like, this could be a low score. This could be field goal game. Oh, this it, it's it's got all the elements now of being a grind, doesn't it? It's mm. like, and we know the Steelers like a grind anyway, and the Browns are not inept to a... Um, to a messy game, they they like it. They like <laughs> yeah, it in the trenches the as well. Yeah. So this could be this could be the best of the trenches this week. Like it is going to be good fun. But our headliners, Cad, they're all <laughs> sensational. Like we, you don't know which way these are going to go, and that's how we like football. I think this is going to be. I can't wait for these matchups. Yeah, I'm I'm extremely excited. But we're not done yet. We've got the roundup with the rest of the games coming up now. All right, homie, for the roundup, all the other games and matchups we've seen this week. Bit of a mixed bag, but I think there's some gold in here. What are you kicking off with? Well, I don't know if it is a lot of gold, Cat, because there's some. The problem here we've got is we've got straight favourites, and it's like, I'm going to start you off with obviously Dolphins versus the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Now, the Raiders are riding a two, two game winning streak, they're looking good <laughs> under their new coach, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah they've learned how to score. Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs is back. Thirty-three yep. rushing attempts, hundred and forty-four mm-hmm. yards. What are you building but, me up to, homie? <laughs> uh, nothing. They're playing. They're playing the Dolphins at home, <laughs> and <laughs> the Dolphins are—they're not—they're not got a chance here. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say this because when I do it, yeah, boys, because they yeah. always do an upset. Yeah. But yeah. you know, again, we're telling you what is meant to happen as far yeah. as we read it. So yeah, I don't think they have a chance here either. Yeah, so the Dolphins are three and zero at home, and that includes two double-digit wins. Really, you sort of—if you're putting in Vegas, we might have it a little bit different. But I think Miami—they love these kind of games. They love when they're when they're a heavy favorite, and they usually turn up. So I've got the Dolphins going pretty well here, Kat. Yeah, I can't. I can't look past that, my friend. <laughs> it's the, the <laughs> Dolphins are coming in to bring it. Unfortunately, home the Raiders will cause some trouble. I'm sure they will, but uh, the Dolphins need to just tick this one off and continue on the road. Where are you taking us next? I've got the Lions hosting the Bears, which again, homie, it's a, it's a rough so one-sided what, one what, here. What was that one, Kat? Can you say it again? Lions hosting the Bears. Lions, Tigers and Bears, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my right. <laughs> Great song. Um, yeah. Look, this, I think, is another brutal matchup. I think the Lions coming in, Dominant as always, and jeez, oh, these poor bears still struggling to get it together. Do you know if we've got anyone returning? Is Justin Fields coming back for this game? 
Oh, he's pretty close. Um, they they they're flirting with the idea. I don't know what that. I don't know. If, they have not announced it as yet, but they are definitely flirting us with the idea that he's going to play. I still don't. Yeah, think it's going to matter too much. I did. If, say if I was a head coach of the Bears, I wouldn't be throwing ju- a, a just off injury Justin Fields against that defense. I'd just be really careful. Maybe put him up against a softer team. <laughs> I saw that the the Bears give up two hundred ninety eight yards on uh, on the road, and I thought, oh, that's a oh my god, Goff. that's yeah, that's, that's a that's a, that's a Jared Jared Goff, Goff game, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like they are going to run with that. I was like, yeah, oh, I think um, it might be a stats booster again because the the Lions love they are doing everything at the moment. Oof. Yeah, I think this is a, a, a nice training drill for the Lions, but uh, let's move it on to Maybe, the Jags. Yeah. Yes, we've got the Jags again at home. We've got the we've got the favourites really at home this week, which is another element, isn't it? Mm. So we've got the Jags versus the Titans. Uh, we had Mayo Boy started off well, and his last two weeks have not been good. So Will Levis has completed 52.5 of his passing attempts in the last two weeks. This is for the Titans, obviously, averaging 11 points per game in their losses. We've got the Jags who were, let's just say it, they were embarrassed last week, you know, mm, um, mm-hmm. and they're coming home now. I think this might be a smash up. We saw Travis Etienne. What did he get last week? Nine yards. Yeah, we're not going to see that again. You know, it's going to be. I think it'll be a Jags wanting to get back to that winning formula, and I think they'll they'll the victim will be the Titans here. Yeah, we're just really looking to see if the Jags are unfazed by that loss against the Forty ers and come back strong and. They've got the Texans following up them in their division. They still need to collect these wins to get in easily in the AFC. So they've got to they've got to tick this one off. And guess who they've got next week, Cad? Oh, who is the it? The Texans. Oh, you're getting. Oh, yeah, that's a good so, matchup. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, so that they need to tick along and keep it getting ready, and they got a big matchup coming. Moving on, we've got the Packers traveling. From Wisconsin down to LA to verse the Chargers at SoFi Stadium. Now, the Chargers, after a fantastic performance, I think, uh, against the Lions, probably some of the best game like football we've seen them play, homie. They need this win so desperately. Oh. I, I don't know if they're getting through to the playoffs or anything like that, but this game needs to be an easy tick off. If they go down, it's just, you know, the ledger is building for, for Staley. But I, I'm feeling pretty comfortable about the Chargers here, and I don't generally say that about them any time in any game. But Packers are not producing much at all. I think they're one of the weaker-performing teams in the league. Chargers at home should have this one easy. Yeah, the Packers uh, The Packers have given up 200-plus rushing yards three times this season. So you mightn't see much of Herbert, but I assume... a lot of Eckler. Yeah. yeah, and I don't mind. Just get the W and we'll move on. Uh, it's kind of the win week, isn't it? Like everyone just needs to get that W. Take that box. <laughs> yeah, if you're a favorite, you need to get that W. If you if you falter, ooh, questions. Next matchup we've got here is uh, Texas hosting the Cardinals. Now, Murray coming back has... Excited everyone last week. I'm still confused about that. But anyway, we're going to now consider that the Cardinals want to win games. So let's do that. But I'm on the CJ Stroud train, bus, whatever. Whatever form of vehicle you want to get on board. Get on he board. Is, yeah, I am on board. He is he's exciting. 
I am nervous because they are 0-0, I mean, 0-3 and 3 when they're favourite. So that's not great. They love to be the underdog. But uh, I think this, the CJ Strood bus is going to keep rolling here. And I hope they they do the, do the right thing so we can have a massive matchup against the Jags next week. Yeah. Uh, like, you, you can't not look at this trajectory of the Texans and get excited. Mm. We've been so excited about it. And it's against the Cardinals. Kylie did come back and get the win. Just it was messy, um, yeah. but you know you've got to give it to the Texans who have taken down big teams, unlike the Cardinals have. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Maybe that's a little wild card in Kyler. So yeah, I, I do. I, I it does. It does worry me. Like it does because it's like the Texans seem to like they love the upset, but it's like go win as the favorite so you can show us that you are the team we think you are. So it's like please don't drop this. But I think Kyler, he might be the he might be the disruptor. I might have to take the tag off the um, off the off the Raiders and give it to the Cardinals if if we keep seeing this. But one more one game at a time, Kate. One game at a time. One game at a time. Let's go. All right, next game, we've got Panthers. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, I like how you tried to set us up that there's some gold in here, but I think yeah. there is. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the next game for you and I, but the Panthers are hosting the Cowboys this week. It's it's going to be ugly. The Cowboys last week obliterated the Giants as well. They should. And I remember we talked about this uh, two weeks ago that the Cowboys have one, two and three games. I think that are easy claps for them. Mm-hmm. And they're just coming in here to dominate in points. Only thing I'm worried about with the Cowboys, if they get too used to these easy wins and they forget what it's like to actually go up against a team that has something for them. So I expect the Cowboys to come in here and absolutely delete the Panthers, but got to keep that that in mind once they get to the playoffs. That is the contrast with the um, Phillies run home because they have quite a a tougher run home. So you're sort of watching those two to see if they come back to even on win-loss ratio. It Mm. could be be quite close by the end of the season. barring a bit of a few factors there but yeah should be pretty straightforward for the cowboys there moving on to onside punts official team the commanders and you know what we're favorite again yeah. <laughs> no, we weren't last week but we are again they're we our are. favorite every week let's go uh so the commanders they're versing the giant so i don't have to say too much but it is very exciting to see them a heavy favorite but this game might be, we might see more more sacks than points here, Kat, because these are these are two contenders for the most sacks of the season here. Tommy DeVito has already taken on eleven in his and two he, games, and he just got here. <laughs> yeah, he's only just turned up, and uh, we know Sam Howe is leading the league with forty-seven. So I just might be watching <laughs> this one for the amount of sacks we can get. But uh, it should be a pretty straightforward here win for the Commanders. They probably they need to win it. Uh, to keep their season going. Cad, anything else to go out of that one? No, but if, if they lose this game, oh, <laughs> we'll be crushed. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Now you've said it, we might just see it. <laughs> okay, moving on to a game that I would have said out of the matchups we've just talked about, a little bit more evenly killed, but it's not. It's the 49ers uh, at home hosting the Buccaneers. Now, Buccaneers... We picked them once, hold me correctly, and it was a great yeah. thing to see. We were going to pick this game correctly, I think, after the absolute stomping of the Jaguars by the 49ers. 
rough matchup here. 49ers at home. They're coming off that bye week strong. They're looking to do the same things that the Cowboys are doing. Tick off easy wins in the NFC and, and keep going. So not much more for me to say there. The streak's over for McCaffrey. Just get those plays in. Maybe put on some trick plays for us. Warm it up for the, uh, for the playoffs. I want to see something fun out of the 49ers this week. Yeah, I, I sort of... Um, I was trying to look for something to give me the Bucks any sort of narrative. And it's unfortunate. The 49ers are just too strong at the moment. Too yeah, strong. it's 49ers against a lot of teams. Unless they're coming up against someone like the Cowboys or the Eagles, you're still probably favouring the 49ers, but at least there's some sort of competitive narrative. Very tough to find here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, heading to Sci-Fi Stadium, uh, we've got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Los Angeles Rams. Like this one is a little bit, a little bit tighter here, Kat. I'm, I'm actually stuck on this one. I'm not actually sure who I'm going to go with here. I think it's a real, real tight battle here. Um, I can't see, like Seattle. You know, they're really tough team to actually factor into to understand what they're doing this season. You expect them to go and win a game like this, but the the Rams, are, I think they're coming off a bye, if I'm correct. They're freshen up. If, um, they I'll are. They come back. The Matt Stafford is uh, key to play, which is a big yeah. thing for them. And I believe they're actually favourites coming into this matchup. They are, which is slightly confused me because I, I didn't have them as the favourite. I do think they have an X factor, but I wouldn't think that Seattle seemed the more consistent team. But... Um, it's one to dive into a little bit more before you make your tip. I definitely think it's worth a, a deep dive because it's a really strong matchup and it could go either way that game. I wonder if Puka Nakua is anywhere near coming back. I'm just having a look now. But, uh, you know, that's a missing factor we haven't seen for a long time. And I think, you know, we're backing Cup and Stafford to win this game. He's not on the injury list uh, at the moment as an out. So um, Aaron Donald didn't practice which was a little bit of a surprise uh and matt stafford oh matt stafford was back to full practice so that's good yeah okay well puka nakua is taking a lighter week uh the wednesday training but you know he's on the mend he may be on the way back uh they said they'll be smart with him who knows if they'll end up trying to play him right now as a young guy the rams aren't looking at that season i don't know get your final matchups there and that should should give us something there so easy and then the last hit, game homie yeah you want to hit it or you want me to run it in because <laughs> run it in <laughs> for a touchdown oh, homie. oh i don't know it's a it could be a genuine trade wreck here so we've got the bills versus the jets uh the jets we know they have trouble scoring but now we know the bills have trouble scoring so it is <laughs> it's a double-edged sword here. both okay. teams having trouble on oh. defense i think the bills are a little bit better than the jets right now but it, it, this is a a sad matchup. It isn't what we hoped it would be. Oh, it's very. It's probably. It's still got the same sort of spice to it. You know, it's like I my my brain just keeps saying, "Go on, Bills, lose this one." Like, go on. Like, I just worry. I just worried about the Bills now. I think. Um, I think they're in a bit of trouble. I really do. They might even miss the playoffs here. Uh, they've got to get this win because we know how hard it is for them. We spoke about their journey home. If they drop this one, they're no chance, right? It's just making me think about how tough it is for any person who supports a New York football team right now. You've got the Jets, the Giants and the Bills and the Bills used to be 
the shining light right way up in the north of the state, but it's uh, it's going down in New York and not in a good way. Yeah, I guess it's getting cold, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, I think I'd think i go Bills here. I, I just can't support the Jets at the moment. Pam. Yeah. Just, it, it, <laughs> you, just, you just... When they're averaging 11 points per game, how could you... And that's at home too, I think. Like, how could you... How could you think they're going to win? Like, we saw these two teams at the start of the season too. What a season launch that was. But I don't expect to see a game of the same energy. Um, it could be very, very messy. Could be very messy. But we will see. Uh, we've got some great... We're bookended by great matchups here. The uh, Friday game for us and the Tuesday game with a lot of a lot of nonsense in between, but it'll be exciting. There'll be some upsets. I'm sure the NFL put on a show for us. Uh, on the bye week this week, we've got the Falcons, the Colts, the Patriots, and the Saints. Patriots making some headlines out the back there in the bye week. Mac Jones doesn't know if he's starting when they come back from it, so we'll keep an eye on what's going on over there. All the articles are coming up online. Where could Bill Belichick go if he is fired? And uh, it's getting interesting out there, Harvey. So they're not giving get... them the bye week, are they? They're not no. giving them a holiday. <laughs> the, the boys need the rest, but nah, it's a very they're, somber, they're... somber uh, stadium out there in Foxborough. But let's uh, let's wrap that part up, and we'll move on to a little offside chat of something you've picked up, Homie. Alright, Cat. Uh, have you seen the offensive? Uh, have you seen the, the stat leaders of going on at the moment, Cat? I know a couple off the top of my head. Uh, is there anything here that I'm oh, missing? You know, I'm leading into it, but yeah, it, you're baiting you would me. not have you would have <laughs> not expected this at the start of the year. So we've got the offensive leaders for passing. Oh, Number, well, obviously it's it's Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson, no, no, or Patrick no, no, Mahomes, no. Jalen Hurts no, could no, be. No, 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 no. It's the quarterback of the official onside punt team. It's Sam Howe of the Washington Commanders. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> no way. How many yeah. yards? Who's, who's, Seven. who's the above? Uh, so so I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you the top five. So we've got Sam Howe at number one, 2,783 yards. Second, CJ Stroud. Yeah, okay. That's cool. Th- yep. So third is Tua. Fourth is Josh Allen. Oh. Fifth is uh, Jared Goff at Detroit. Um, an unusual list there, Kat. Isn't it's it like, incredible that <laughs> Sam Howe can lead the amount of sacks in the league with 47 yeah, and the most passing yards? He's trying to take a few stats out this year, and like that's a real odd ones. But I was, it was a bit of a surprise when I was, uh, that one popped across my, uh, my research, and I thought, oh, I'm going to talk to Kat about that because it's. It is something I was not aware of. That right. is not what I was aware of at all. And and look, Sam Howell, maybe late run for Offensive Player of the Year. <laughs> oh, oh, bring it back. Bring it back. We weren't leading that far. Gosh. It'll never, it'll yeah. never happen. But that is, it is astounding. And also to not see Mahomes or any of the usual crew anywhere near it. Um, that is the strange factor. The and then I'm that surprised that Josh Allen is there. One of the names you'd think should be there. But the way that their season's been running at the moment, wow. Yeah, it's it incredible. Is, it is strange. Well, it shows that they've got no running game, um, mm. Buffalo Bills, because they do not factor into that one. We've got the, we've got a, even this, the, the running back's output doesn't seem as high as normal. Uh, we've, got, we've got Christian McCaffrey at number of one. Course. He's got 747. His massive output is normal. And then it's like the names that I didn't think 
were, I don't know if I didn't think I'd see them, but I thought we'd see some others break through. So we've got Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs. That's a strange one already with Derek because his production has been much lower than it has been in previous seasons. To see him number two, yes, he's a 420 yards under CMC, but that's wild. Sorry, homie, keep going. No, no, it was just, and I was just going to get to the next one. Like Josh Jacobs, who's really only, really just come into flavor in the last three We've games. We've just is, seen him, yeah. Yeah, and he's popped back up to number three. Travis Etienne is sitting at fourth. That and makes Zach sense Mossett, to me. Yep. Yeah, and Zach Moss at, at five, but he hasn't had a really strong season. He's been good for the for the Colts, but you th- I thought there'd be other names in that list as well. Well, we're so. used to seeing Eckler right at the top of that list, but he has been injured yeah, most of the season. Yeah, that's Maybe he's coming along late there, but um, I've got to use this chance to fix up a, an error in last week when I was talking about Daniil Hunter. So he's he's at 11 sacks now, so I missed read that it was eight. So he, he, he's equal top with Miles Garrett on 11 sacks. Uh, now, this is a scary list. This is your um, <laughs> leaders for the sacks. Daniil Hunter, 11. Miles Garrett, 11. TJ Watt, 10.5. Max Crosby, 9.5 and Khalil Mack 9. Like it's like that's a scary list of humans, isn't it? It is. It is a scary list of humans. And to see not much separation between them could be a quick hunt. I don't think Khalil Mack will hang on. He did have an astounding game of sacks that really boosted <laughs> up his numbers. One. That was a cheat. Yeah. That was a that was cheat. A, yeah, that was yeah. a fluke code yeah. he's got there. Um, but yeah, the, the top four consistent, consistently dangerous men. So that makes sense to me. And the only list now, homie, that I'm looking at it that makes sense is the receivers. I'm yeah, not surprised here. These are familiar names and it, it's joyous to read them. So Tyreek Hill, he's over the 1,000. We've got AJ Brown over the 1,000, number two. CD Lamb on the edge of it. Oh, this is a lovely little one. Keenan Allen. Yay, there he is. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a Chargers name in there. Beautiful. <laughs> and Stefan Diggs sitting down there. Apparently, still angry, wanting a new club. But <laughs> yeah. That's just what everyone else tells him, not him. So, and, and uh, a list, you know, for the first year in a long time, we haven't seen Justin Jefferson near or on the top of um, yeah. losing his presence quite and a bit there. It was just, it was just when you you look at it, you go, oh, it just not, hasn't got the normal flavor. Like, it's not a bad list, but it just hasn't got the normal flavor. It's something that we should we should almost screenshot for ourselves now. So when you're yeah. drafting in fantasy next year, and you yeah. go, oh, this is who we expect to be at the top, you're like, that's. It's not reality. Yeah, that's it's not how the it, NFL works. It's not what's, what's going to happen. They never <laughs> let you rest. And I learned that when I reviewed the Browns game this morning. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I woke up thinking I'd had it all sorted out. And nope, we're, we're off. It's I, like, I hey, loved uh, mum of the show, Sandy. And she sent us a message being like, what's going on with these players? I think they need to wrap them in cotton wool. <laughs> they yeah. injured yeah. so easily. Old, old number one, Sandy. You know, yeah. cracks the top, cracks the top five of the tipping cup and she's up and about now she's she she's making claims she's making yeah. calls tell the yeah. nfl what's what <laughs> she wants to direct she wants to talk directly to the coaches get them sorted out she's and and she and she's not wrong there because there was a there's a period in the afl where they started doing hamstrings all the time and it was like it feels like that it's like is there something wrong like how can we have so many achilles injuries this season like is, There's I've the never turf seen... issues we talk about a lot now that people are playing yeah. on fake turf and not grass, which is impacting injuries. But yeah, everything else is is going ACLs, MCLs, hammies, just yeah, it, it falls does... apart. There seems to be something there. It might be in the training. There might be, you know, there is some. The conditioning coaches should be getting a, a strong talk to it tomorrow because it seems like there's not enough stars on the field. 
Yeah, we're losing big players, but you know we've also got players getting older. The fact that Keenan Allen is in number four on the receiving, and he is definitely on the tail end of his career, has been riddled with injury, but is coming back strong. I think very impressive. <laughs> yeah, he's got another six in him. He'll get a another short, six in him. <laughs> he'll give him at the short Watson contract. The forty-year-old receiver, my lord. Yeah, oh, he could keep rolling on. He's an incredible, unbelievable player. I love him. Yeah. All right. Well, we're super excited for this week, clearly, homie. And there'll be some big matchups. And I think what will, I don't know, it could be a very one sided recap of the season next, uh, of, of the week next week. But uh, I don't know. Let's uh, expect some fireworks and some wins out of nowhere. Let's hope for them. Wait, actually, before we go, homie, I want to ask you if you can have yeah. a look at the spread of games. Yeah. You got to pick, pick one upset from the roundup. Oh, okay. Easy, easy, easy. All right, let's do this. Uh, oh, is Pittsburgh class as a upset? No, no that, it's that's not, it's, they're not that's in the roundup. That's cheating. cheating. Uh, let's go. Now let's go with the Cardinals. I think that would be a massive upset. So I like that. that, that I think yeah. that's a fair one to put out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only other one I might even want to. I was going to say. At. I was like. I was like. Where are you? Have you found one? <laughs> the only other one could be Jets Bills if they go down again, but I don't believe in that one. I'm not even sure. But they might be favourite by actually, the start of it. I'm actually going to go Titans Jags. That what might be my upset. Oh, I did say Tampa, and I'm like, I'm still trying to find them. <laughs> trying to find <laughs> them. Not beating I, the Forty Nine ers man. Yeah, I was like, I'm still trying. I'm trying to get you one, but no, I think I, I think they, those two are probably. Because of um, obviously what Jackson did last week, but um, yeah, it'll be. I'm sure they'll give us something, Cad. They'll yeah, give us something. They'll give us something where we least suspect it. But that's great. That's why we love it. And then uh, let's wrap up this show. Thank you for listening to this episode of Onside Punt. Remember, whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started on your journey, we've got you covered. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Onside Punt. Thanks, homie. Thanks for working with Thanks, our, Cad. Well, our done. separate good, situation. Good, good luck. Good luck with the lobbying today. I hope it goes well. Um, yeah. I look forward. Make sure the game's in Melbourne, though, because I don't okay. want to come to Sydney. So get it down here, please, mate. Thank you. No worries, man. I'll see you soon. See you soon, buddy. Bye, mate. Bye, mate.